Welcome to Divinely Driven Results with Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Divine business strategies for real results. Host and faith-based coach Elise Smith challenges business owners to partner with the divine in their lives and in their work. Elise helps entrepreneurs find those key missing pieces of God, mindset, and strategy, and how to put them together so you can succeed. Your next big win is closer than ever with Elise coaching you on how to get there, how to prepare yourself to reach your next goal, and how to aim higher than you dare to dream. Ready to be inspired and take action? Grab your list of goals and let's get down to business. Divinely Driven Results with Elise Smith. Divine business strategies for real results starts now. Hi, ladypreneurs. I'm Elise Smith, your faith-based business coach, and you're tuned in to Divinely Driven Results here on Transformation Talk Radio, where you learn and implement divine strategies for real results in your business. Ladies, let's be honest, unless you're the very analytical type, your favorite thing may not always be bookkeeping and accounting. (laughs) Almost all of us have felt that dread or that guilt when we hear the topic of bookkeeping come up because maybe it's at the bottom of your to-do list and you have a lot of guilt and doubt and fear around that, right? Well, what if I told you that you could actually increase God's blessings for you by following the law of accountability? What if by tracking your financials, you were able to make better decisions in your business and not spend as much money on maybe some things that aren't working so well? Well, friend, that's exactly what we're going to talk about here today. So let go of any guilt or preconceived notions that you have about bookkeeping and accounting, and let's walk into the light of knowledge and accountability to grow our business like never before. So the first question I have for you is, if I were to ask you right now how much money you made in profit in your business last year, what would you say? How about how much are you spending on your marketing budget and what kind of ROI or return on investment are you getting from that? Now, if you're scratching your head at those questions, don't worry, girl. (laughs) I've been in your shoes too. In fact, I think we all really just start business that way. We're kind of just winging it sometimes. (laughs) And there is a scripture that I never really understood the meaning of until I got into business. And it is in Luke 14, 28. For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he or she have sufficient to finish it. Um, There was uh, in my hometown, there was this um, huge shopping center with uh, lots of apartments attached to it and all these restaurants. And and I was like this close to um, buying an apartment there um, just when I just barely got out of high school. And we saw the plans for it and everything looked great. Um, And I am so glad I didn't buy there because it actually took like 10 years for them to build this magnificent structure, which is actually only about half of what they wanted to build because they didn't count the cost. They didn't realize how much it would actually cost them to build that. And therefore it hurt their reputation. It hurt the ability for them to really go forward with this goal and dream that they had in mind. How often are we 
doing that in our business, right? Counting the cost. Um, wouldn't that be silly to decide to build something that's going to be costly without determining what that cost actually is and that we have enough to be able to do it? Um, but honestly, sometimes that's what we do with our money uh, is that we may not see that big picture until it's too late. And so that's why we want to take a step back and we want to look at our money from a from almost a third party view. And that's why tracking it and accounting for it, reconciling it and really working with a bookkeeper or an accountant is gonna help you to do that. Um, so what that's going to do is it's going to help you to know how much money you have, how much money you don't have, and in the different areas that you can spend, and really what fits within your budget. Um, so which is more of what our amazing guest, Melanie Queen, is going to talk to us more about later after the break. Um, but let's talk about being wise stewards, because here's the thing, is that everything we've been given is is given to us from God. It really is his money. Um, in Luke 16, it talks about how there's the importance of really having that accountability and that stewardship over everything that we have. But think about this. What if you were asked to watch your best friend's child? Um, now, you may actually treat that child better than your own because you are so worried about something happening to that child. Well, it's the same thing with money. And in fact, it's the same thing with time and every resource that God has given us. It is all his. And think about what happens when that mom comes back and picks up the child. Um, what do you always do? You say, oh yeah, she ate this or she did this or he did that. And you give an account of what happened while that child is with you. And that's the same thing that we need to do with our money and with our resources, is that God wants us to give an accounting of what we're doing with this incredible gift that he's been given to us. How we treat the money that we have is going to determine how easy we're able to get even more of that, because God only blesses us with more when we show that we can be accountable for what we have. And so we want to open up those windows of heaven and really try him and be able to really understand and gain more of those blessings because we are treating it the way that he wants us to treat it. Um, so uh, think about, you know, where, where you might be lacking in that. And also think about where you're doing good in your budget and in your money. Um, it's so important for us to be wise stewards over what we have been given. So uh, accountability, here is how we're using it, right? Here's what I'm using my money for, and here's what it's doing for me. You really wanna pay attention to your ROI. If you are investing in something, make sure that there's some kind of return on investment. Um, and maybe you're spending something on, you know, spending money on something that's not actually worth it for you. I know that I have definitely been guilty about being in subscriptions longer than I actually needed needed to be, um, or even memberships. I, I used to belong to this networking um, group, and I loved it in the beginning, but then my schedule just got crazy, and there was no way that I could attend, and I was just paying month after month after month for this networking group that I wasn't actually able to go to anymore.
more. And they had made a few changes and things like that. And, and really, I decided that it just wasn't the group for me anymore. But I kept paying because I hadn't even seen it come out of my bank account. Um, I think we all know that feeling when it's like, huh, I wonder, like, I thought there was supposed to be more in there, but okay, I'm, I'm still happy that I have what I have. <laughs> but we want to make sure that there's that checks and balances. So I would ask you, take a look at your bank statement um, and see, is there a subscription or a membership or a payment that you actually don't need to be paying anymore? Maybe you stopped using the services or maybe you don't want to be part of it anymore and see, you know, how your business and how you are benefiting from paying for that. Um, because we're not supposed to just throw our pearls before swine, right? We are supposed to really have the, um, everything that we do really needs to have a purpose. And then the other part of accountability and stewardship is reconciliation. Don't just assume that your money is going to be there. We've got to have that checks and balances. If, if someone says they're going to pay us, then we need to make sure by the end of the month that we're paid because it's not like that person may, you know, may or may not actually want to pay you. It's a lot of times that maybe their card, there was an issue with their card and they didn't know it and you didn't know it. And so therefore, you know, we want to make sure we stay on top of that. Um, and then there's also a concept of, of how we're treating our money, right? We just talked about the, the idea that when we take good care of the resources that God has given us, whether that's money, whether that's time, any other opportunities, then we are given more of that. Um, it's just that law of reciprocation. So are you treating your business like a business or a hobby? And the reason why I bring that up here when we're talking about bookkeeping and accounting is that how you track your money and how you use your money is going to show if you really are treating it like a business or a hobby. Girl, do you have a business license? Do you have a business checking account? Are you keeping your personal money and your business money separate? because they are and they need to stay separate. And believe me, I'm preaching to the choir because it took me quite a while for me to get this concept. But ever since then, it really has helped me to see that because when you start treating your business money as business money, then it's more than just a hobby. It's not like the side gig that you have going on. You feel like a business owner and you work your business more like a business owner when you have that accountability. So there's so many reasons reasons why we need to really make sure that we are accounting for what we do have. Um, and the great thing is, is we don't have to do it alone. <laughs> so Melanie's going to cover all of that when she um, joins us here in just a few minutes. Um, but make it official, like make your business official and have that business license and get that business bank account. Um, and that way you have that separation. Uh, and then also, how are you showing gratitude for the money that you've been given? You know, Proverbs 3, 9 through 10 says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with wine. So how are you giving God the first fruits of your labor? Um, I know personally, and, and this is something I've 
pretty much always done ever since I was a kid, like the first paycheck I ever had just because of my religion, um, I believe in a tithing system. So I pay 10% of everything that I make. Uh, and I love that concept because it helps me to stay grounded. It helps me to not focus so much on, on getting rich or greed or money or that kind of thing, because it helps me to remember who this money's who this money really is right it's the lord's money and he's just lending it to me he's just giving it to me so that i can use it to invest in other things later on right and to continue to grow the business so whether or not you do a tithe system or you give to a charity or whatever it is that you do how are you giving back how are you showing gratitude for the money that you are given um because that's a huge part of that and you know how of course are you making sure that's in your budget <laughs> uh and then uh, speaking of budgets let's talk here because this one tip has changed the way that i think about business finances 100 in fact when i realized this my business my budgeting my everything was really really changed and improved and it's this a lot of times we think about business budgets as the same thing as personal budgets and our personal budget is our goal is to get out of debt and that's just how it is right we want to get out of debt so that we can retire and not have to worry about all of the payments and things like that um, now a business is completely different we actually can and in some cases we should take on debt in our business because debt allows us to be able to invest in ourselves and grow and and in our business and grow our business and so debt may be a bad thing in personal life right you may have really negative feelings about debt in your personal life but if debt helps you to grow your business in your business if debt for your business helps you to grow your business then that is a great thing then it becomes an asset for you and so i really want you to understand that is you know look at your look at your finances you know we have to understand and account for our finances in our business to understand what we can take on and we have to understand the ROI that's going to come from that investment. Um, and sometimes it is a leap of faith, and I, and I get that. Um, but the thing is, is that God gives us opportunities to grow and to learn and to expand and to increase. And one of those opportunities is to take on debt so that you can grow your business. Um, now, I think that sometimes that freaks people out and I totally get it. Um, and if you're wise about it and you make an educated decision um, and you take it to the Lord and you ask if it be right, you know, all of those things combined, debt can be a good thing for you. If you know that you can make X amount of dollars, if you get this much product um, or um, inventory, then you want to get that much inventory so that you can make that much money in, in sales. Um, and, or maybe there's a program or a class or something like that. And so you see how you're going to increase because it's going to up level you, whatever that may be. Uh, and I want you to really think about that, that there's a complete difference between how you manage your personal finances and how you manage your business finances. Now, ladies, I think that there is a major difference between walking in the dark in faith, knowing that that next step is coming 
and choosing to walk in the dark blindly. And sometimes we do that with our bookkeeping. <laughs> and so we have an amazing woman here today. Um, this is Melanie Queen, and she is an accountant, a good friend of mine. Oh, this lady is just, she has a heart of gold. And I'm so excited that she is here today to talk to us about the importance of keeping order in our business through bookkeeping. Um, now I know that some of you may be thinking, okay, this is gonna be one of those topics, right? But it is not that at all. It is one of the most important things that we can do is to keep track of our money. So Melanie, thanks so much for being here today. Tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. So I own a bookkeeping business and I have two little boys. And so they are, my first priority and I you know try to put them first before my business and of course I always you know pray to Heavenly Father and try to figure out ways to manage their schedule with you know bookkeeping and getting everyone, all my clients in order and everything um, and I started my business four years oh just over four years ago and so it's been a a journey it's been a hard journey you know and sometimes um you know i've been on my knees praying more than uh other times but it's been a good journey and i'm happy to be here awesome yes absolutely i think we can all relate to those times where we are on our knees like okay, I need help. <laughs> and, yeah. and a lot of that has to do with, I think, how we manage our money and what we do with our money and keeping that organized. So I want to ask you, what was it about today's topic that you felt most impressed to speak on today? So I think it's very important that as faithful ladypreneurs that we make sure that we keep our um, accounting and our bookkeeping on a regular basis. Um, a lot of times I suggest my clients either doing it on a monthly basis or if you can on a weekly basis. And a weekly basis, um, scheduling a time every, you know, Friday at 8 a.m. just doing it or whatever time works best for your schedule and doing it on a regular basis that, so that you're reviewing the recent, most recent transactions. So you're un, like looking at stuff that's just happened in the last week or so instead of looking at the entire year going, okay, last January, what did I buy, you know? <laughs> and thinking, okay, what was, I, what was I at Walmart for? And trying to dig through receipts. Instead, you're like, oh yeah, I bought that three days ago. This is what it was. And you can you know, make sure to account for it correctly. And then on top of that, as you're looking at your financial statements, you're able to say, okay, this is what I did really well this month. This is where I can improve this next month. This is something that I want to add into my budget. This is something that I could, you know, remove, or maybe I should, you know, cut back on some advertising or maybe increase advertising, or maybe this project didn't work that great this year and I'm not gonna do that in the future. Those kind of things are very important. So then you know how to proceed. If you're doing it blindly and you're in the dark, um, then you might be doing a project every month and not realizing that it's actually costing you money instead of making you money. Mm. And so it's very important to keep track of those things regularly so you know what projects are going well and which projects, you know, you might need to increase prices on or eliminate or what are not 
you know, revenue producing activities anymore. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was just thinking that knowledge is power, right? Like we have been endowed with power from our creator to be able to create all these things that we're doing. But if we are not using that knowledge that he has given us, that ability to receive that knowledge, then we are really leaving ourselves kind of powerless, right? Yeah, we really are. If we don't know where we're at financially in our books um, and we don't have a budget in place, then you basically, you might be looking at your bank account going, okay, I have the money. I'm going to buy it. I have the money for this course. I'm going to buy it. But then in the long run, do you, did that course really serve your business well? Did it really bring in profit or did that course end up not being used in the future and it was just kind of a you know dead end so you kind of want to make sure that you understand what you're buying before you proceed um or like if you're an inventory-based business and you're buying inventory and one product isn't selling very fast and it's costing you more than what you're charging for especially if you're producing making it and then selling it um, it can be really costly for your business. So you really want to know how much costs are involved in each of your products that you're selling or how much time you're service-based, how much time you're spending on your services so that you make sure that you are making money in the end. Yeah. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. So we know that God is a God of order, right? Everything that he does, he does in a very specific way. So I, this is kind of a weird thought that just came to mind, but I bet that if, if God um, had a business on the earth, right, even though we are his business, <laughs> that, that he would have a bookkeeper or that he would do that for himself, that he would know exactly where everything is at. In fact, I think there's a scripture that talks about how he, um, he knows like every grain of sand and every single thing that's ever been created. Um, and he knows our names personally. Well, so then that's how we should treat our money, right? We should know what, where every single dollar is at in our business because all of it is a gift from God. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of yeah. Good. Yeah. So, and like you said, every dollar is a gift from God. And so, especially when we're just starting out in a business, um, every dollar is so important and I, you know, I'm sure people are kneeling down and praying for, um, to receive money, but we also probably should kneel down and pray for a budget and where we're spending our money at. What is worth the, you know, worth our money to spend it on and what is serving us well, um, and doing it on a regular basis will help us understand that instead of, you know, even if God is in our lives and in our business and helping us, if we're still not sure really 100% what we're spending it on, if we're not looking at our financial statements, if we're not doing our bookkeeping regularly, then we're not going to get the 100% full, you know, vision or benefit of his divinity. You know, he's not going to be able to get the full download down on us. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And, you know, you think about being wise stewards with our time and our money and everything that we've been given. If we don't have an account for all those things, um, then, then it's not like he's going to continue to pour that on us. So um, give us some tips about how we can kind of create this habit of doing bookkeeping. Because I know it can, for me, it's pretty intimidating to yeah. do so. So give us some tips of how we can make it easier. So I would suggest using some kind of online platform um, software. So the two that I always suggest people using is QuickBooks Online or Wave Apps. Wave Apps is free, but it comes with some disadvantages with it being free. It's a little quirky and it's not 100% perfect. Um, and then QuickBooks, it comes with a little bit of a fee, but if you're planning on building your business, it's worth it in my opinion. And um, both of them, once you get used to them, are fairly user-friendly. I would say QuickBooks is more user-friendly, but Wave is still, you can learn it and it's still, you know, workable. But once you get in there and going through, I would connect your bank account to either program. And once you connect to your bank account to each program, look at the transactions that are going to automatically feed into the program every month or every week. Um, and make sure that you are accounting for each transaction and um, income is great and you want to you know keep track of your income but more importantly for tax purposes I would definitely want to look at where you're spending your money and your expenses and making sure that you're splitting out the expense is correctly and a lot of times what I suggest people doing for the expenses especially if you're just starting out and you're not sure how to even start with expenses go to the irs.gov website and um, type in schedule C and then that will give you the general expenses for small business owners and then start from there use those as a guideline um, for which accounts you should start out with um, and then from there if you feel like you need to have some sub accounts meaning say you want to have advertising account but then underneath it you want to have like networking and events and then you want to have your website, and then you want to have social media separate. You can do some sub accounts underneath that, but make sure that you have an like a main advertising account so that when you decide to do your book or your taxes or you're doing it yourself and you send it over to the tax accountant, it just makes it a lot more easier if you follow the guidelines that are already set up by the IRS. Um, so that's the biggest thing that I always tell people is to start at those expenses. And then if there's something that you feel like doesn't fall in any of those categories, but you feel like it is a business expense, reach out to an accountant, reach out to you know, a CPA, someone that knows what they're doing and see if what you think is a business expense is really a business expense and how to account for that business expense. Because there is sometimes other miscellaneous things that fall under business that don't really fall underneath one of those categories and they, you can you know, get away with some other things. But because um, each business is different and so there's sometimes there's just different activities that need to be done. So make sure that you are reaching out and finding those resources for you. So. Awesome. Yeah. God has given us so many resources for us to do this. And what a great tip. I hadn't even thought about that to go onto the IRS website and look up Schedule C expenses and see exactly what the IRS is using. So how perfect. Well, Melanie, thank you so much. This is such a great topic that I think is really under 
talked about. <laughs> we all deal with taxes, we all deal with our expenses, um, or we should be on a regular basis. <laughs> um, and so it's a great, great topic. And I think we've done a good job here of talking about how that ties into to the Lord's plan for us and, and why that is so important because everything needs to be done in order. And we're going to kind of pay for it if we don't. I'm sure you've seen clients that like wait until the very last minute and it's very chaotic. Huh? Yes. <laughs> I kind of think of a, a scripture of, um, or, or a thought of like, if you are prepared, you shall not fear. Like if you're doing this on a regular basis, there's no fear involved, right? Right. <laughs> awesome. All right, Melanie. So tell us if people want to get to know more about you and, and what you do and what you offer, where can they find more information about you? So most everything's on my website and it's queensba.com. Um, on there is my email and my contact information. And um, at the bottom of the website, you can schedule a free consultation with me, a 30 minute one-on-one -on -one meeting with me to talk about, um, you know, if you just have some general questions, I'll answer them during that time. Or if you have um, a need for a bookkeeper or someone that, um, you know, you need some bookkeeping training. I also do that as well. So I'm here for you and feel, feel free to reach out to me if you have more questions about what we talked about today. Yeah, I'm yeah. here to connect with then Melanie for bookkeeping and accounting. She is amazing. Um, and if you want to be poured more into from Melanie, um, come join Faithful Ladypreneurs Facebook group because this week on Friday, actually, she will be doing a live Facebook video. Um, we aren't sure exactly what the topic is just yet, but I'm sure that she will tell us amazing, great things. And it's awesome because she'll have some um, time to kind of think about how the spirit wants to um, send a message to you directly. So come join us and thank you so much, Melanie, for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Awesome. Thanks, ladies, for joining, and we will see you next time on Divinely Driven Results. Experience the power of divine inspiration and practical guidance from a faith-based business coach. Learn more by visiting www.divinelydrivenresults.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.